0: Directly over my junk. Now it's, yeah. Well, now it's over my junk, it actually sounds better. <laughs> Disrespect
1: time. And welcome to episode eight, the Ocho. We're going to talk about some, uh, the Eightfold Path, perhaps, because this week's episode is the spiritual episode. Yes, it is. And just kind of figuring out how spiritual frameworks kind of work in our mind and play out in our everyday life and how we suck at our religion, because if, you know, we all take an honest look at our religions, we probably suck at them. Yes. Yeah.
0: And uh, that's your little intro and teaser for episode eight of the Nerdiverse Swag Fordham Weekly. I'm Melvin Tellers. And I'm The Steven. And uh, we're going to be hosting you on this journey through spiritualism, spirituality. Who fucking knows? We'll probably start with that and then we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we usually roll.
1: So, you know, one of the things that kind of brought this conversation to light is I've been seeing a lot of people drop the, well, you know, most Americans identify as spiritual and not religious, and it's becoming an increasingly large number, like more than 50%. I don't, I f- I forget what it is off the top of my head, but um, like more and more people are identifying as spiritual. So what does that, what does that mean? Like what, what code of conducts do you have? What are your ethics? Like is ethics what's driving you? Is it morality? Like what... What's your framework and how do you make your decisions? How do you carry your religion forward? There's all sorts of different um there's all sorts of different ways to to kinda manifest that in the real world. Like I've had like um like you know uh Mormons, Mormon nuns, Mormon sisters, or I, I don't know how to say that properly, so sorry <laughs> if I'm just but mormon sisters knock up at my door and like hand me a card to be like hey you could download the book of mormon if you ever looked into it i'm like no i looked into a lot of religions especially a lot of christianities but i never read the book of mormon i actually appreciate this because you know i like to study religions as like um i i just like religious studies
0: i think they're really cool and i think they're very important yeah well i mean for for one i would kind of go through and define our terms as far as spirituality and for me I mean, I tend to be a a lot more of an empiricist where I go based on, I go, I try to base my decisions on what I can see see and feel and touch and and reason my way through. Mm -hmm. And for me, spiritualism is a lot more, not follow your gut, but like it, it embraces at least the possibility of things outside of what would conventionally be considered reality or the supernatural—you know—it it goes well, out yeah, to to that sort absolutely. of sort of level and tier. And uh, this conversation really sprung from a conversation you and I had today, where we were talking about the the possible, the impossible, and. Just yeah, how, really we, how we how we frame been, the world. You've
1: been wrong before, like yeah. like yeah. to say the possible versus the impossible right. is kind of right. like a,
0: a silly notion because reality is way too much chaos to predict all that. Right. And one of the things that we were talking about is basically is there like a guiding force or something outside of our perception that brings things together. I had mentioned to you that some recent life events, you know, in in meeting. You know, it, the person I'm dating right now, who I'm pretty sure is going to end up being my wife, it, meeting meeting that person. The Stephen approves. <laughs> Stephen approves. We got the stamp of approval. Um yeah, I like this one. Um, but going through that experience has really opened my eyes to seeing why people would believe in fate. It doesn't yeah. mean I believe in fate, but I can see like when I really step back and I look at it, I'm like, how did this and this and this and this event come together in such a way at such a time that this person and, and me meet up? And way too many it, coincidental precipitation right. events to, right.
1: to have the perfect alignment of things. And, so, and for me, do you understand why people believe in like astrology now by any chance? Cause it's, Oh, I've understood for a very long time why people believe in astrology. Yeah. I mean, I just looked into my star chart again recently. Yeah. Mine's very interesting.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a ra- route we can go down if you want to you want to kind of discuss that or something. I'll, I'll you talk, know. I just want to
1: comment high level on it and then move, yeah.
0: move off of it. Yeah, I know, mean, for right. me, a long time ago, I really had to encounter astrology. And from my more naturalistic view of the world, I go, okay, I can understand why certain personality types are going to come out during certain seasons of the year mm-hmm. um, based on what we know about brain chemistry and how brains grow in utero and all the hormones and and things that go on in your brain at the time that you're growing up. So, you know, if you're say a spring baby, your mom for the most, most of the time during your gestation was, you know, was inside was not getting as much vitamin D was going through the winter months, okay. so I can understand why you might have a certain personality type that's going to come out a little bit more. Is going okay, to come so out I, in in numbers that are that are strong enough for people to go. Yeah, I tend to see that type of person show up in March. I've been for me, it's
1: like and and like that's a very kind of like scientific argument for right, it. Right. <laughs> so like for me, even like to go there, like we so scientifically, we just kind of really confirmed gravitational waves as a force, right?
0: Um, we, what are the effects th- of that on the we, human we body? Had direct, we had direct observational evidence right. of, of gravitational waves, as in we had confirmation that gravity acts like a wave right. as opposed to some other form of, of carrying that, yeah. which, which has some interesting implications, actually. Like, and if I ever, right. if my, I ever my, get, my question
1: <laughs> is, my question is, what is the effect of that on the human body? We don't know. So there's so many,
0: yes, th- there's so do. many, there, what do you mean? N- not, not all of them. We don't understand all of them. Because we're, <laughs> okay. we're just, we're, you're, if you're just going to put it in a black box like that, then, then what? Because here's the thing. Like we're, we're just confirming more and more information. But no, like, no, but we, we, we can, can measure like, how strong gravitational force is. Right. 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 So this is like, uh, during a full moon, are people crazier? Yeah, well, you know, the, the, the statistics in the emergency rooms would say yes. No, the statistics in the emergency room don't confirm it. If you ask any person who works in the emergency room, they'll tell you, yeah, people are crazier during a full moon. But if you look at the actual statistics, there's no difference. Really? Yeah. That's my understanding. I could be wrong. Okay. But, well, I'm getting my information <laughs> from my nurse mother. Right. So, right.
1: Yeah. I mean, this kind of confirms what
0: we're thinking here. This right. Is, I think we're is po- it is it a confirmation bias? All right. Is the question? All right. And and at least the research that I've seen in the past, uh, no, you don't see any higher rates of gunshot or violence. You don't see any higher rates of admission to ERs during a full moon. I see higher rates of people driving like shit. <clears throat> yeah, but that's just because you can see better
1: because it's a full moon. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just pretty much like, if you don't have your lights on, I don't give a fuck. I will drive so recklessly around you, you piece of shit. Turn um, your lights on if it's dark. Yeah. So that's where... that shit. I had someone doing that on the right. way of the pod today, and I'm
0: fucking pissed about it. Okay, so I mean, we've kind of moved more into, like, perception. Right. Right? Um, so this was something that I noticed when we moved from the state we were in to the state we're in now. Okay. And in both states, the natives... Complain about drivers from the other state and how terrible they are. And I just complain about everything. <clears throat> right. One and thing you that all I, suck at driving. Right. <laughs> like. So so during during my period living in both places, I spent a significant amount of time driving in the other state. And something that I noticed when I changed my license plates from one to the other. Is that I almost got like in tribe yep. privilege oh, and treatment? That's how it works. Where people from the state of whatever license plate I was wearing would treat me. There's vendetta. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's fucking vendettas between the the Jersey and PA. I yeah, guys. let's just fucking Sorry. drop it. Yeah. We've we've given enough contextual clues throughout our yeah. time here that it's New Jersey Listen, and Pennsylvania, and, um, and it's this bitter bitter ass
1: rivalry yeah. like between the two. Yeah, um, and so uh, spiritually, hold on. Let's get okay. back to this. Yeah, so. You know, one one of my beliefs, at least, is, like, I'm I'm kind of like one of those spiritual subscribers as opposed to religious. Yeah. Um, I'm also the godfather of two um, Catholic babies. Yeah. They're both awesome, and mm-hmm. I love those boys. Yeah. Um, and, and I love my family for choosing me for that, but they they kind of know I've always been n- not, you know, in, in their faith entirely. Right. Um, which kind of tells you something of where the
0: social paradigm's at, right? Doesn't it? Yeah, that people who are traditionally religious even now have had to, I don't, I don't think this is because naturally this is the way people are. I think this is because they've just had to. Um, they've had to learn some tolerance as far as just accepting people of other beliefs. So the, over the last 60 years, for instance, yeah, when John F. Kennedy was elected, it was a crazy thing that a Protestant majority nation had elected a Catholic.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah, <laughs> so, it's like we're, we're, we're pretty, we're still pretty close to that. You know what I mean? Like we're still pretty close to those, to those days. And it's like, I think we've come a long way, at least in our generation as a society, to be more open. To, like I really admire a lot of religions. The one religion I haven't been able to like meet somebody in the culture and like hang out with and like get involved with, and that's just because of like available like like social proximity I guess, but um is the Sikh religion? Yeah. Um super cool tenets of like as far like I, I really appreciate kind of the structure of how they value their faith. And right. um they, they're, they're also ritualistic, you know, like many other religions. They've just got a lot of really great mainstays, and just they keep it very simple as far as dogma goes. Mm. And, and that makes it,
0: um, I think that frees, frees a lot of their believers, right. which, is, which is a really cool quality of their right. religion. But I mean, light, light on the dogma is definitely how I go. Um, yeah. I find it interesting. In our entire relationship, you have always been more spiritual than I have. But in our relationship, um, I've been much more ritualistic, I think, than you are. Yeah, most of my rituals are personal ones. Right. Because that's how I'm used to practicing. Right. Yeah. So you've seen me go from being really hardline atheist to accepting spiritual people and even attending church services regularly. Yeah. And... That's you've stayed a lot more steady, I guess, as far as. You have what works for you, and you're not looking to change it up at all. I I love my religion. I don't even know what to to call it. (laughs) Other than football? It's mine. Yeah. Football football is probably your most
1: dogmatic religion. Yeah, definitely. Definitely is. Um, Eagles fan. I've actually told people, like, I used to make the argument that, you know, because the NFL was a nonprofit, just like, you know, religions, that, you know, NFL was my religion. It gets my family together. We get together. My family and friends get together every Sunday. We wear our vestments. We drink our. Our choice beverages, you know. We eat feasts, you know. That's that sounds like a religious ritual to me. Right. You know what I mean? I, it's a community. You know, people right. people that are in the community that never met before have that common bond. Anywhere they see each other, that's not even Anywhere they see each other, like anywhere, <clears throat> like you could see each other at the corner store. You could see each other in London.
0: And not be for well, the Well, especially country. if you see each other in London. And you're just like,
1: yo! Right, you know, if you're like, not
0: expecting... And it's, it's a straight tribalism thing, It I is. Think. It is, and it is. And that's
1: very religious. <clears throat> and that's probably my most dogmatic religion. I actually do participate in several religions, which makes me kind of... kind of an asshole. <laughs> which makes Sorry. me kind of an asshole, but. but... So what's the difference between religion and spiritualism, in your view? So religion is crowd control. And spiritualism is a way to express your particular instance of the
0: larger universal experience. Okay, that's very different from how I would approach it. I would say religion, <laughs> religion is crowd control. I think I think one of the functions that religion serves is crowd control. No, it's entirely crowd control. <clears throat> it's, but it's, I would say a religion is a, a set of specific beliefs and... Okay. and that are that are codified and uh, and practiced by many people whereas a, a whereas spiritualism is you know it's almost like a Venn diagram or religion falls entirely under spiritualism but spiritualism is more broadly an embracing of there's more to this experience a than just your meat yeah you know yeah, it's it's the supernatural yeah and um <clears throat> Almost embracing that methodology of of thinking that there are things that occur outside of what we are able to experience. Or, I think or I'm sorry, we're able to experience things outside of the physical realm.
1: Okay. So I think we're coming up on a good time for a break. But Absolutely. my retort is my purvey on that is some of the most um studied religious men, especially throughout the Dark Ages, where the religious men were the smart people, because mm-hmm. they had the books.
0: <laughs> they were the ones who could actually read. Um, yeah, they could read. This was when kings couldn't even read, and the, <laughs> the religious people were the ones who read. Yep. So,
1: I, I really feel like religion is more crowd control because, you know, like, you're gathering people into a structure to express their spirit in a ritualistic fashion. Now, I do feel like there's importance in rituals. I just don't feel like I don't feel like community rituals have to be so formal nowadays i feel like that worked well for small villages but now that we're a dynamic global society i don't know that that serves us as well as like having a car show downtown or like having like a farmer's market or having like a, a benefit <coughs> or a run through your town you know or organizing a fucking uh, a a, a bicycle shit yeah i don't give a fuck what you do with your town just do mm. shit with your town ta- a block party for christ's sake something else i just feel like like rituals are important and do it annually you know like keep track of what fucking annual number it is like sell
0: t-shirts and shit make fucking money for your neighborhood make fucking money all right so you're making an argument that there are ways to have community outside of religion yeah, and I feel like that that can still be a spiritual experience
1: even if it's not in a religious house. Yes Okay, absolutely And that's why I think it's crowd control because I think you're just bringing people into a house taking their money sending them home
0: Okay, and this might come out of your way more experience with the Catholic Church than I am And I am and I'm much more experienced with the Protestant Church than you are this is Yeah, where the argument is the Catholic Church only has services to pass the plate and there's plenty of Protestant churches that are exactly like that. Now, I don't mean to discredit all Catholics. I've met some no, really cool
1: priests you. that were, like, really changed my life and were really great people for me.
0: Uh, our argument is never that, you know, that people of yeah. faith are bad yes, or that yes. there, are no, there, that there Dude, is no good that's done by religion. Our argument try, your best is- at your, try not to suck at your religion like I suck at <clears> your religion. That's my challenge to you, the audience. Right. Um, so we, we were going to go to break in just a minute, but I, I see what you're saying there. But I almost wonder. I I notice that as things get more global, as things get less localized, people almost—and I don't want to use the word cling because that has like a a negative connotation—but people Default people too. people hold tighter to those traditionalisms precisely because the world is so much smaller and bigger at the same time. It's like the, this expanding thing where. The world is more complex. That's what I mean. Is well, that yeah, there's absolutely. so much more there's that so you have more to keep the track, track of. of a regular human being nowadays than there used to be. Right. That yeah. Do do I really want to cobble together a whole bunch of different things and community activities and 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 all those choices, or do I want to almost offload those and attend a service regularly? Not That's kind of not, not everybody for needs me. to be a community
1: planner, but there's got to be a few fucking people. <laughs> And then a whole congregation yeah. gets around you
0: and then your community planner which is the new shaman yeah I don't know that that doesn't just morph into becoming a new religion and there's certainly and, and we, can, and we can get into be- this we can get into this after on the, the other break side on the other side on the other side we'll get into what I think the mm-hmm. biggest religion in these United States is okay so we'll get into that after the break all right after this word from our sponsors
1: you looking for new music? I know a lot of my friends recently have been hitting me up and asking me for some new music. And I have to admit, you know, I, I'm sure I've talked about it before on the pod. I'm into EDM. Uh, one of my favorite artists right now has got to be Architect. you got to check out Architect on his SoundCloud, his Facebook, his Spotify, iTunes. That's Architect, A-R-C-H-I-T-E-K-T. Architect. Um, he's got some new music coming out next week that's the 19th wednesday of december um you know he just made a collaboration with sluggo check it out coming out in a week i've heard some of his recent metal mixtures amazing um one of my all time favorite edm tracks is his remix of the uh, zomboy so dope check him out i've seen his live set at moonrise this guy's legit check out architect today
0: And welcome back to Nerdiverse Swag Forum Weekly. I'm Melvin Tellers. And I'm The Steven. And we're just... We're walking through spirituality, religion... Philosophy, just, how it all blends together. Yeah, what what it means to, to live that life. And, you know, as usual, we're just shooting the shit on it now. Um, I was going to walk through... A little bit about what I think the biggest religion in America is. Yeah. So why don't, why don't you start by telling me first what it is and just high-level why. All right. So high-level, I think that the biggest religion in America is America. Okay. I, I think that... The, the American Patriot. The American patriotism is the largest religion in America because regardless of what religion, you worship a large percentage of people in America worship basically americanism
1: okay um, americana
0: you know <laughs> the americana God. look at every every you know you talked about football being a big religion well guess what a big element of that religion is is standing up and singing a hymn and saluting a flag and bringing out the military members and and you and, know yeah that's the, why the, the the fucking cheeto in chief is, is commenting <laughs> God on goddamn cheeto in chief and like like politics stay the fuck yeah. out of sports yeah
1: stay the fuck and, out of um,
0: sports you know you, everybody goes to school and there's all the pictures of the of the dead presidents there and and there's there's a whole lot that goes into it but to to a certain extent there's just this this belief that it's this belief in America being this amazing awesome fantastic thing despite some of some of the facts that it's not okay now I happen to like living in America. I, I think that it's it's probably better than living most other places, especially for my particular living circumstances and, and needs and requirements. Y'all can't see this, but I'm boiling right now because I'm just... I literally piss red, white, and blue. <laughs> His favorite holiday is the 4th of July. Explosions in the <laughs> Um I'm surrounded by you people. And... Uh, you know, calling it a religion isn't doesn't necessarily mean that it's a bad thing. It's just sometimes I look around. The way me, I define it, still fits in, still yeah. crowd control. Yeah, and but sometimes I look around and I see it, and I think some people don't even realize that it's something that they're worshiping. You know, you go, yeah. you you go down to to the American Mecca of Washington D.C. and there's all these pillared which buildings, which is bullshit. With, <laughs> Mecca should be Philly, fucks <laughs> you, fucks. Well, there's a holy site there. There's many holy there's sites. Many holy sites, but Philadelphia has its med- is the birthplace. Dude, weird. Weird. dude, Phil- Philadelphia is the goddamn Medina. Okay, like is Philly Nazareth? No, well, I mean, which religion are we going here? Because yeah, I was, I was going Christian. with, Isl- I was going with Islam. If you wanted to go with with Christianity, all right. So yes and yes. Okay, if all you right. wanted to go with Christianity, then um, definitely Nazareth. Then Philly's Nazareth and. Jeru- and sorry, and Washington, D.C. is Jerusalem. Yo, there's some dope EDM songs that have the word Nazareth in it. <laughs> multiple. Um, Interesting fact. Yeah, but people people make treks, people take the Hajj right. to go to these places they want to go to the uh, to Independence Hall and see where the the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence Liberty were signed.
1: Bell, they want to see the, the Liberty Mall. Bell. They hit wanna, the Bourse building. They're they actually want to touch red the red artifacts. Yo. So y- <clears throat> you you might have if anybody's happening to the the Philadelphia area, the Bourse building is uh, unleashing a new floor plan for like their their market area.
0: Yeah. Let, let us know how it is. I heard it's going to be dope, so yeah. go fucking check that out. I mean, there's there's all these dead presidents that have giant statues to their honor, and... Did you see the shit where somebody put... Googly eyes
1: on a fucking big ass statue down there, and they're larger online. than
0: life. I mean, that's the yeah, thing. They're yeah. like, they're like these twelve, fifteen, thirty foot tall statues. I mean, you go to to the Lincoln Memorial, and that's a temple, man. That's, so that's a Egyptian. fucking temple. That's so Egyptian. where you have this so giant, dude. yeah, you have this emperor sitting up on his throne, benevolently gazing down upon the city. And why he got be so big, though? There's all these words carved, like, like to me, and maybe this is just me, but it's like kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy to and, me, and
1: and that's why that's why I kinda think that the the religion side of things is more of a crowd control thing, and I think that people are finding that expressing themselves with spiritualism is a lot easier for them, and I think
0: that's why the statistics are shifting to spiritualism from religion. Okay, is that just because our culture is moving towards? um more single serving size stuff it, uh, like like think about it a- everything is moving towards the customized i think right? i think it's actually mass produced customized no, i think
1: it's i'm going to give it some the credit that it's due cuz i think mm-hmm. this is kind of a renaissance of sorts right okay i'm going to give it the credit that it's due and i'm going to say that people are becoming um, more aware that what should be more expressive than what comes from the soul you know it should be universally agreeable, like generally agreeable like like have you ever listened to like Nina Simone? generally, everybody that listens to Nina Simone is like that's awesome, that's called soul music mm-hmm. um and i and I feel like as a society, um you know religious obligations sometimes become um, laborious and, and tedious because there's so many other systems that they got to work out.
0: I, yeah, I think there's okay. so many other no, systems. No, no, because I'm going to contradict you on that. Yeah, go ahead. Is that that those labors are actually important? Those labors that are working working towards ways
1: to, to, to channel that energy, and I think people are trying to get more in touch with that.
0: Okay, I I get you there, and. I think on the far extreme, I could always attack you from the extreme, right? right let's go. Where it's like, okay, yeah, you go, and you no, go way the up there. The we're podcast, super spiritualistic. Dude, if you don't do this for No, no, podcast, wait, let, let, let me just... do my voice, okay? I am going to do the voice, right. okay? You go, you go out there, and, and you are super spiritualistic, and and every single thing that you want to do just follows your your soul wherever you want to go, and you never have any discipline, and you never accomplish anything because you never stick to anything, right? That's the criticism from the far end. And I think the criticism you're making on the far end for the religious is you are so stuck on that these are the things that we're supposed to do in this order Yep, you're so stuck on the ritual I hate that. that you don't get anything out of it. You I, don't build I don't, anything. I out don't. Of it. I don't care for that, and I, I feel like as a society, you know, the general perception of things is kind of shifting the direction that I've been on for a long time. No, and it. I can see you there, but I think sometimes the ritual is really helpful because it's 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 the habit of I am doing this thing yeah. time and again, even when I don't feel like it. Guess what? If I only went to the gym when I felt like it, I would. Look like the body I have now because I only go to the gym when I feel like it right well, now. Well, yeah, yeah. You, you know? You know? And it's. You got a hot dad. Bod. Winter's <laughs> coming in. You got your winter coat on. I got on. my winter coat on. Yeah. But, but like you know, you, you're not going <laughs> to. <laughs> <laughs> We're on radio. Oh, man. Just imagine me with big I'm old such man a titties. Dickhead. Oh, anyway. my God. Fire me. <laughs> um, so, oh, dude, the, are you I actually th- going to fire me?
1: I've been getting this thing. Never mind. We'll, this is a spiritual episode. We'll get to that at the end. But we'll get to that right. at the end, man. Oh, uh, You might be. You
0: dick. All right, we'll talk about it. I don't know. You might die in a suspicious car wreck. Fuck, you might so, shoot yourself so pop, in the back of the head like 15 times. Dude, can I? Don't worry. It'll who's, be a suicide. Who's, who's, who's the guy that wrote that beautiful song and stabbed himself in the heart? I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. All right. Um, so I think from from the far ends, you you can always attack someone, but that's that's strawmanning. Yeah. I think that I think that you have a point that the rigidity of of ritual is it can be stifling. It can kill the life of your pursuits. And I think right. spir- And and here's here's the thing that I've sure. been that I've been coming to over time is that spiritualism is the is the box for me that i put things in where i don't understand it my my logical mind can't can't comprehend this phenomenon like we were talking about fate like how did all these things come together and for me it pops into the box of spiritualism when i don't understand it but i'm just going to move forward anyway and it's like this is a thing that I'm experiencing. This is a phenomenon that I see, and I can't explain it. I don't know how to explain it based on the physics and the my knowledge, my understanding of of how things work right now. But that's okay. But I'm just going to move forward with my you're... life, believing that that's a thing that exists somehow, and I don't need to explain it. Since your first self-aware thought, that's been your constant state of being. Right. Otherwise, you're sleeping.
1: <laughs> like right. that's the thing. That makes spirituality so awesome is that you're do it, you're leveling up all the fucking time. Hmm. Even when you feel like you're going backwards. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the fucking beauty of it. You're always actively working on it. You're
0: always making how many fucking micro decisions in a single moment? Oh, God. Millions. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Millions.
0: And there's no way you can individually focus on all those different thoughts and yet somehow you move forward. Like they've done these studies where people have lost certain centers of their brain that allow them to make decisions emotionally. And there was, I I remember listening to, I think it was a radio lab episode about it and great show, by the way. Fantastic show. Great. Yeah. That's the first radio uh, show you dropped on us. I
1: think I'm the one usually.
0: Yeah. No, I dropped some podcasts,
1: but, but radio,
0: radio lab has a podcast, but they're actually an NPR show. Um, And they were talking about how this guy had lost his his emotional center of the brain. And he he could only make decisions logically. And what it ended up being was he wasn't able to make basic decisions. Like he spent three hours at work trying to decide whether he should sign something in blue ink or black ink. This is something oh, that, he
1: was cheaty from the good the good place.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. And he couldn't decide because he kept trying to go through, well, if I do if I do the black ink, this is what it means. And going through the entire cascade of decision making for his And then on no- the other side with the blue and all the way down that cascade. And whereas you and I would just look at it and be like, Oh, I like blue, I'll do it with blue. I don't care. I don't uh, need to, I don't I'm need to justify it.
1: I'm a black ink guy.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I'm a blue ink guy. Yeah, I like I love I, I love a blue gel ink. It it's it's we like to pen, the Pilot pen. Yes, but it's on our company charter. Yeah, the blue. Mine's one. in blue, yours in black. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's it's amazing, but that's what it is. And and for And I think that comes from... I think that comes from the soul. Okay. Cuz define think, the soul. What do what do you mean by the soul? Y-
1: it's your it's your Jiminy Cricket of experience. It's the thing that steers you in that real time decision making. Like you can't mm-hmm. go through the infinite regress, right? So there's right. some emotional
0: coach behind the scenes saying, "Do yeah. it this way," and you do it that way. Okay. you That's your soul, but but that's that's not a supernatural definition of the soul, right? Like that can exist within a naturalistic framework.
1: Yeah, but I think that that's just kind of a I don't know. I very much subscribe to the whole... You ever hear the whole theory where it's like uh, we're all just kind of different radio receivers and some of us have sh- sharper quality than others and some of us are are really great for certain conversations and really bad mm-hmm. for other ones and yeah. things like that. We're all just picking up on the large universal whole of reality and we're all just kind of conduits.
0: I very much subscribe to that. Okay. Um, okay, so that's just the standard dualistic view of the world that... Uh, your body is a conduit for your soul.
1: Right. However, I feel I mean, like. You're going I like into like a resonation I, I frequency like,
0: and stuff like that. Yes. I, I get you there. But, like. And it's I feel the like same once basic the soul, idea.
1: I feel like once the soul interacts with the, the physical framework, it takes a very specific form
0: for as long as the form is the physical form. And then once it's dead, <laughs> it's dead. You die. And I'm just going to give you, you from my from my, I'm going to give you from my gut. That sounds like utter bullshit. <laughs> That's just. Well, I right. mean because there's doesn't just doesn't every religion at its core, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean there's just and this is this is where I really break from from spiritualist people where I'm just like, okay, maybe that's it. Maybe that's true, but there's no evidence for it. So Dude, The Good Place, The Good Place if you've ever <clears throat> not like like a good way to get into like just
1: what religion could be is just like fucking YouTube The Good Place <laughs> and what religion is cuz their religion structure for the show const- like constructs is fucking hilarious and also just like I don't know. It's kind of enlightening in a way.
0: Like you look at things from a completely different lens. It's definitely an interesting exploration. Yeah, and and this is what I've always enjoyed about about religious and spiritual people is like, hey, let's let's just go down a what if path. I, I'm okay with that. Let's let's for the sake of argument, let's just accept. Okay, let's let's go down this path that this thing exists. What are the implications of that? It's a great practice and it's very interesting to me. But then I step back from it and I go, but there's no evidence for it. So I I just. I can't say that's wrong. I just can't say that it's right. So, and maybe maybe that's just me. Like I've become really comfortable in my life with just being like I don't know. I, I feel
1: like that that has a large part to do with you're you're a bit more interested in intellectual pursuits, which gives you more suspicions than beliefs. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and and that's that's fine. I, I mean i I'm also interested in intellectual beliefs or pursuits, and you're also interested in spiritual pursuits. Yeah. i just I just feel like I think part of the scales of our relationship says that you know we've we're diversifying on those two hey, fronts. That's all good by me, man. Uh, yeah, I really appreciate these kind of kind of conversations yeah. we get to have and I, I sometimes forget we're sharing with an yeah. audience.
0: Thing. yeah. so that's cool. um we're gonna go to a break. yeah, and we'll take uh, a short one. So enjoy this message from our sponsors, and we'll be with you in in just a minute with some more of this fantabulous conversation.
1: Tired of working for the man? Really looking to make money for yourself and not for other people? Contact Atticus LS today. Atticus LS is your third-party solutions provider, and will help you get started whether you want to build a web store or create your own content, make a brand, a clothing brand, uh, manufacturing, Stop making money for the man and start making money for you. Contact Atticus Logistics Solutions at AtticusLS.com today. And welcome back to the Eightfold Path, episode the Ocho, Episode <laughs> 8. We're talking about uh kind of spiritual frameworks. We're getting we're getting spiritual on this motherfucker.
0: <laughs> getting jiggy with it. Yeah sprinkling some holiness on this bitch. Yeah. Um so you've kind of taken the 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 path of the spiritualist more. Yep. You know, you've kind of taken the advocate for that that position a little bit more. While I've taken the position of the advocate for the more empirical and and even even more like you've taken it for the not even new age, I would say like it's the neo paganist. Right, like it, that's, that's we, we don't, we don't, you know, we don't. I'm
1: neo-paganist. I mean, I feel like people are a lot, a lot more godless <clears> than that. Yeah, in, in general and,
0: spirituality, right. and and uh, not godless, but just not the traditional mm-hmm. gods, right. right, right, or the traditional for the last two thousand years, say. Um, whereas I've taken a bit more of a stand for the the traditionalist religions and yeah. the, the ritualistic religions, right. and the the values stood in there. But can I just share something that like pisses me off sometimes? Yeah. yeah. Go for it. Like <clears throat> sometimes when I run into the the new the new agers or the the new spiritualists, I'll run into people who they've got their whole framework that they think is so fantastic and so cool. And you try to talk to them about it. And if you're not within their little framework, their little, like, super zoomed in area and know all their terminology, they almost get pissed off at you. Like, oh, dude, you're just, you're just behind the times and you don't understand. It's like, dude, well, help me. Help me understand what's going on with you. Don't be demeaning. Be educating. Ever. Like, I don't care what your religion is. Don't ever be demeaning.
1: Be educating.
0: And 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 just be like, hey, like, by the way, my religion functions like this. So my experience is X, Y, Z. Right. Right. And and this is one of the maybe the weaknesses of the new age spiritualism I is think. is you don't have things codified like that, right right? right? right. So you say what you will about it. Islam and Christianity and Buddhism and Hinduism all have had people who who have been very strong scholars go through the aspects of the religion. And yeah. the beliefs, mm-hmm. and really slug, I mean, cross, really slug it out too. I mean, really
1: slug it out. There's though. been a lot of there's been a lot of positive crossovers. Well, there
0: it's has not, been lots yeah. of cross pollination and all of that. Yeah, yeah. But you can't you can't just dismiss that. Like you've had, you know, and I'm I'm just more familiar with the Christian side of things. But you've had, you know, all these thinkers like like Aquinas and 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 you've had you know Luther and you've had Calvin and you've had you who's the
1: dude that did the, the, the peace. What? Who's the the monk that did the peas? He did the peas experiment and figured Uh, out about genetic genetics. Mendel.
0: Mendel, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even scientific advancements that came out of of monasteries and stuff like that. Like, fantastic, interesting stuff. But you've had some of the greatest minds of the last 2,000 years wrestle with these things in these particular religious traditions. Okay. And if you're 22 years old and you've smoked a lot of weed... I don't. I, I, when you come in and you say you've got it all figured out and you dismiss everything that the smartest people of the last 2,000 years have, have thought up, it's tough for me to take you seriously. Well, yeah, because if you'd studied any religions, including atheism, um, which is a religion, I'll is, give you that. Which, which, it's which, at least a theology. It's, it's at least a theology. It's a,
1: it's a framework in which you base. Uh, um, a, a moral house that we
0: we call religion yeah and we haven't really even touched on the moral aspects no. of, no. of we're, religion. we're, we're, we're going with the sociological side of things we're, we've done almost and, and that's that's i think that's way more important that's the creatures we are that's that's what interests us we've had our discussions about morality but i don't think yeah, that's the, that's I, not a public i don't conversation, think that's, though, that's not a public you know? conversation like, i love the
1: audience but like you <laughs> yeah. can't i'm not gonna like soul fuck you on the first right. date you know and I'm not going to get all my chakras all fucked up. Sorry with, man, that's with just the whole planet right. That's
0: now. not the theme of tonight's party, man. <laughs> yeah, I can't. That's how you get world aids, yeah. spirit aids. <laughs> yeah, you just can't do that, no, man. No. Um but sociologically, like that's something that's really pissed me off when I've had to deal with people who aren't part of a traditional faith.
1: I think I think there's I think um you know, for for every religion, there's there's that group of people that are like that are just generally abrasive. Yeah, um, I think it comes with just large social groups. Eventually, you're going to get an abrasive human being. Yeah, um, with that, you know, you know, I, I kind of want to bring my uh, more spiritualistic side of of the community to just kind of you know just understand and and appreciate why why other people may relate more to a you know a, a more traditional religion, you know right. a more ritualistic tradition like where you get together every week at a specific building and, and you share and you congregate and you you do the same prayers, maybe it's once every four years or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, may, that's that's an important that's an important dedication of time. To a human being that cares about you and wants you to share in that, if you ever get invited to somebody else's religious experience, fucking do it. Don't be a dick. Be as respectful as you can because guess what? They, there's been people that have dedicated, let's call it a cumulative billion years yeah. towards different religions. Who? Who are you to say they're wrong? Who the fuck are you? To say they're wrong. They're probably right. We're all probably wrong. And everyone
0: else <laughs> is probably right. If you look at it statistically. <laughs> um, and you know, of course, the, the examples that I give are, are a little bit stereotypical. And they're just they're the accumulation of, of some of the experiences that I've had where somebody's just been, you know. I had somebody who their religion was aliens. And they were super intense about, about aliens. I think
1: we both know this person. <clears throat>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, it's that person. And, okay, right. and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and they were just going, they were going ham on me. And I was just like, it took me 25 minutes I'm to so just so get to so. a point where I was like, I am, I don't want to have this conversation anymore. Like we, we've said all that we can to get out of this conversation and I don't want to hear about it anymore. It took me a while to get out of it, but it just, it, I walked away from that experience feeling like I didn't get very much out of that conversation i I didn't
1: I was not laughing at this person's religion. I was no, no, laughing no, at this no.
0: person's <laughs> existence in general because it's very bizarre <laughs> um, but that and it was just it was just an experience that i I didn't like at the end of it, but you know, and for the the traditionalists in my life, and I've run into a lot of them who I've had to basically pull by the ears their their head out of their own collective asses because. They're so stuck in their ritual. And to those people, I say, like, you don't have everything together. You still have something to learn. I don't care if you've read all those books. I don't care if you've looked through all that stuff. You still have more to learn. Because this isn't about what somebody wrote in a book 1,000 years ago or 2,000 or 5,000 years ago. This is about the life you're living right now, today. Yep. And you need to connect to people. And you need to be more in the moment.
1: And, and you, that's, need to, that's, you need to uh, you not know,
0: allow it, your constructs to to
1: interfere with that human experience,
0: right? Right. You know? Make make these constructs work for you. Make yeah. these constructs serve yeah, your life, and don't let them tear apart your family. Don't let them tear apart your friends. Just. Dude, make sense Don't, don't let that people. be the reason. Yeah, don't dude, let that the way, be the reason. Like, the there's way, good reasons to end relationships with people. There's so many good reasons to not associate with, with people who are shitty and toxic in your life. But don't let a squabble about theology split you apart from people. So Don't let that do it. Don't let let that be the
1: thing. Let me me tell you what to do about religion. As a little (laughs) proactive, I feel like we're about to wrap up here, but I got three things that I want to drop on you. Why you should get dick hard about sharing religion with people. Okay. Number one, food, motherfuckers, (laughs) because there's always a traditional dish for a holiday within a religion, and my encouragement is to make friends of You know, religions that happen to not have holidays fall on yours. Oh, by the way, happens all the time. Um, (laughs) And get their dishes. Go make plates for each other. Like, invite each other's families in. Just be like, look, I don't expect you to believe this, but at least show up for my party as, like, a friend. You know, I got food. Yeah, Let's do it. So, number one, food. Number two, always a cool song and dance. Pretty much every religion has got either a like, sit-down-in-a-theater-and-watch-it kind of music and dance, or maybe it's one that you do on the dance floor as a community, or like, there's always some kind of wonderful art form around song and dance mm. in pretty much every religion I've ever studied, yep. ever. So like, get involved in that um, wonderful cultural thing. I think it'll just help you appreciate experiencing something with the people around you. Again, encourage you to cross-pollinate your religions. Um, and then the third one is that, you know, should any of those two things lead to the coitus, then you're going to make really good looking babies. <laughs> so there's that. And then have fun because your family is going to have two sets of holidays, motherfuckers. Do it. Yeah. Dude, twice the holidays, twice the religions, twice the fun, twice the presents, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's my three. <laughs> it's <up>. your three.
0: <laughs> uh, for me, it's it is definitely religion, spirituality has been a way for me to help myself make sense of the world that doesn't make sense. It's been a framework that internally has helped me to let go of the things that would really clamp down on me and really make me lose faith you know that that things are ever going to be better Um, my loss of religion and spirituality took me to a really nihilistic place and the main thing that it did when I rediscovered it in a healthy way in a balanced way was that I could live my life to its fullest where I could actually comprehend the world and accept the things that I didn't understand. Because before I had to put the whole world into a box and I had to have a set of rules that made everything work. And spiritualism and spirituality has let me skip the track a little bit as far as, here's some things that I'm just going to move forward with knowing that I don't know. And that's okay. And I think there's there's a lot of people that I've run into and spoken to that when I lay that out for them, they go, Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like one of my,
1: one of my, um, one of my favorite experiences with, with people when, when speaking about their spirituality is, is in the moments where they're being tested for example. Like, something bad happened to them. They lost someone they love. Um, lost their job. Uh, their car had a tree fall on it. Something. Right? The hardship times. hardship times. Yeah. And when someone brings up their, their moral framework to, like, to me, like, as a conversation, it's, it the way I see it, it's like, yo, know, that's, that's a direct admittance that's like, I'm vulnerable. I'm leaning on you as a friend. This is my framework. Please help me out with yeah. it. Please help me out with it.
0: Yeah, um, I've, I've someone, found someone, a lot of people coming to me, knowing that I don't believe the things that they believe, but just using me as a soundboard to help them understand. Because I, the dots. I'm, I'm, I'm known, the dots. I'm known as person as a person who is able to adopt somebody else's framework long enough to give them advice from within within it. Yeah. So I'll have people come to me and I'll just, I'll just reflect back to them based on their own belief system. No, I mean, that's, that's about all I had to say on the matter was that, was that you can, you can adopt somebody else's framework and somebody else's point of view and really empathize with them and give them feedback from within their own framework and I found this to be such a, a powerful tool for building relationships and helping people, just helping people make sense of their own world yeah. from their own framework and their own position. And I think that's a without, true connection. Without endorsing that's, everything that they do. Without, yeah. And that's the thing. That's a true
1: connection because it's, hey, I understand you. I vibe with you. I can, I can help you make, thing, make things move forward in your own yeah. framework, but that might not be for me. I might not do it all
0: the time, but I will always be there for you when you need to talk about it yeah. in that regard. So, so that's about all I have to say on the topic. That's not with that's general enough that it's worthwhile for other people to listen to. I mean, you and I could go on for hours and hours on the specifics of our own lives and our own details, but I just that's that's talk for two people to have. That's yeah. talk for. Friends and family to have. That's not something to send out on the airwaves to to anybody else. So I think uh, think that's about all we got tonight, man. Yeah, I'm just going to leave you with thank you for
1: joining us on the Ocho. I think it's been best summed up before in so many words, and it's already pretty pop culture, but be excellent to one another. That's all. Be excellent, man. Excellent, man. We love you. Talk to you next time.